CodeCast, a podcast series presented by the International Cyanide Management Institute, or ICMI. This series provides our listeners with useful information about the International Cyanide Management Code to help you further understand the code's compliance requirements and expectations. Each CodeCast episode is designed to supplement the training and guidance materials that you can find on the Cyanide Code website. If you'd like to access these materials, please go to cyanidecode.org. In this CodeCast, we discuss using the Cyanide Code as a model to help ensure safe management of other hazardous chemicals. While our discussion and examples focus on mining operations, it's important to note that the same concept also applies to production facilities and transportation operations of other hazardous chemicals. Operations frequently use and store large quantities of hazardous chemicals other than cyanide on site. For example, strong acids and bases and fuel oils. While the Cyanide Code's principles and standards of practice were developed specifically for the safe management of cyanide, many operations and auditors have noted that these same principles and standards of practice can be applied as a system for the safe management of other hazardous chemicals in a mining operation. Different hazardous chemicals do have their own specific risks and methods to control these risks. But many, if not most, of the Cyanide Code's requirements and expectations still apply to other hazardous chemicals although sometimes with modifications. The questions in the Mining Verification Protocol and its associated guidance can be used as a starting point to develop a system to help ensure safe management of hazardous chemicals other than cyanide. For example, consider the Cyanide Code's Standard of Practice 4.7. This requires that operations provide spill prevention or containment measures for process tanks and pipelines. Specific requirements include adequate secondary containment, spill prevention systems, written remediation procedures, and compatible materials for pipelines and tanks. This standard of practice and its requirements can all be applied to management of other solutions, such as fuel oils, almost without change. Likewise, standard of practice 8.1 requires operations to train workers to understand the risks associated with cyanide use. The verification protocol questions under Standard of Practice 8.1 call for training on cyanide risks. This includes initial training, refresher training, and task-specific training. These training requirements can easily be extended to chemicals other than cyanide and similar training requirements established for other hazardous chemicals on site. A third example is Standard of Practice 3.1, which relates to the design and construction of unloading, storage, and mixing facilities. Specific requirements under Standard of Practice 3.1 include locating unloading and storage facilities away from people and surface water, unloading on concrete or other impermeable surfaces, having systems in place to prevent overfilling tanks, and locating storage tanks on concrete. Again, all of these requirements can easily be adapted to apply to other chemical solutions. Other standards of practice and their requirements may not apply as written, but can still serve as a useful starting point. Consider Standard of Practice 2.2, which requires that transporters be certified. Although certification of a transporter for specific hazardous chemicals may not be possible, mining operations can still require transporters to have broader certifications such as ISO certification. Operations could also conduct their own due diligences of chemical transporters, 
as surrogates for third-party certifications. Of course, some standards of practice and their requirements may not apply. An example is Standard of Practice 4.3, which includes requirements for a comprehensive water balance. Development of a water balance may not be relevant or applicable to the storage and use of many hazardous chemicals. Many jurisdictions do not have defined requirements for safe and environmentally protective management of the full suite of hazardous chemicals that might be used at an operation. For these operations in particular, the Cyanide Code provides a readily available and easily applicable system to help ensure that hazardous chemicals are handled and used safely, even in the absence of formal regulations and requirements. We hope that this has given some insight as to how the Code's standards of practice and their associated verification protocol requirements and expectations can be applied at an operation for safe management of chemicals other than cyanide. Additional details related to this topic may be found in ICMI's Guidance for the Use of Mining Operations Verification Protocol, available on the Cyanide Code website. If you have any questions on this topic or would like to make any comments, suggestions or requests for other topics to be covered, please send an email to us at info at cyanidecode.org. <laughs>